0: Finally, some splendid economic news. Hello, I'm Steve Forbes, and this is What's Ahead, where you get the insights you need to better navigate these turbulent times. Here's a ray of sunshine amidst so much economic gloom. It comes from, of all places, Argentina. For almost a century, that country's committed every economic sin possible. Excessive taxes, smothering regulations, trade-killing protectionism, domineering and chronically corrupt governments, and of course, repeated bouts of hyperinflation. Argentina was once one of the richest countries in the world. Today, 40% of its population lives in poverty, but hope is on the way. Argentinian voters just elected a new president, Javier Millet. He won in a landslide, getting the highest percentage of the popular vote since the country returned to democracy in 1983. His victory on a free market platform is noteworthy because its implications go well beyond his country's borders. Free markets enable people to better their lives by channeling their energies in productive pursuits. Creativity and investment flourish. His success would provide a powerful antidote to the socialist wave washing across Latin America and much of the world. The platform of this self-described anarcho-capitalism is an eye-opener. His big campaign proposal replaced the near-worthless peso with the US dollar. He also advocates slashing taxes, bulldozing bloated bureaucracies, obliterating mountains of regulations, taking a chainsaw to government spending, and sending the central bank to a museum. He believes in free trade, He wants Argentinians to pursue more commerce with capitalist countries like the U.S., rather than with China. He holds other conventional views, most notably that climate change is not man-made. He says he may well convert to Judaism, this in a nation that had been notorious for harboring Nazi war criminals. Malay will face powerful forces dedicated to thwarting his plans. The Catholic Church in Argentina opposed his candidacy openly. Needless to say, so did the entire political establishment, including the country's powerful unions and businesses dependent on the government. But Malay now has a powerful popular mandate. Key to Malay's success is indeed dollarizing the economy. While the U.S. greenback is hardly a beacon of sound money these days, it is infinitely preferable to the peso. The dollar would enable people to pursue everyday routines Instead of scrambling to find their next meal, businesses could focus on productive activities, such as starting new enterprises, expanding existing ones, and boosting productivity. Venture capital would blossom. Economists carp that Argentina doesn't have enough dollars to make the conversion. They just don't know what they're talking about. True, the government is busted, but the actual value of the current peso money supply is around $50 billion. Argentinians hold some 265 billion U.S. dollars either overseas or under mattresses at home. In fact, in the actual marketplace, transactions are increasingly denominated in dollars. Malay will make legal what is already underway. Dollarization would end the debilitating inflation crisis, thereby earning Malay the political capital to more forcefully pursue the rest of his agenda. His monetary move would also start the awakening among economists about the fundamental importance of a stable currency for prosperity. I'm Steve Forbes. Thanks for listening. Do send in your comments and suggestions. I look forward to being with you soon again.